0: Ask a designer, anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 45. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we're talking about copyright in the UK specifically. I might start talking about in some other territories afterwards, but today I'm going to talk about the UK because that's where I'm based and that's what most of my clients are, based in the UK. This question's been asked by a couple of people actually, but the first person to ask it was Sean. So thanks so much for asking Sean and I'm just going to give the simplest overview possible of, of the situation of copyright in the UK, what you need to watch out for and how you apply for trademarks and the registered type of copyright if you have to. So let's get started. Let's start with talking about what does copyright itself mean? Well, copyright is actually a form of intellectual property protection. And if you're not familiar with the term of intellectual property, basically intellectual property is the thing you create. So the thing you've created might be a product name, or it might be a brand, or it might be an invention, or it might be the the design or the look of a product that you've created, or things that you write down, things that you make, or things that you produce. So if you think about radio shows, or if you think about designs, or if you think about artworks, or music, all that kind of stuff, is what's called intellectual property. Copyright itself is the exclusive legal rights to that intellectual property to distribute and use that piece of original works in whatever way you please. I say whatever way you please, the copyright only applies to the person who created the original work in the first place and it's automatically created. So if you go out there and make a new piece of artwork or a new piece of music, you automatically get assigned copyright to that you automatically get the exclusive legal rights to distribute and use that piece of original work that you've created in whatever way you like, particularly in the UK. The law that governs all of this, in the UK at least, is the Copyright Design and Patent Act of 1988. I've put a couple of links in the show notes on this episode that talks about some of the more technical side of this that I'm not going to cover in the podcast, but it still breaks it down fairly simply. Most of the links I've put in there are actually from Gov UK. They've got a really good section on copyright, and on intellectual property, and they really do break it down and explain it a little bit easier. As I mentioned before, copyright is only one form of intellectual property protection. The others that you might have heard for, heard of, or you may not have heard of, is patents, design rights, trademarks, so that's the registered type of trademark, that's the one that lets you put the little R in the circle next to the things that you've made, and registered designs. They're the other four main kinds of intellectual property protection. The thing to note about the other other four that I've just said is that none of them are automatic. You've got to pay for those ones, and you've got to apply for those ones. And also, they're not automatically going to be assigned to you. You've actually got to submit an application, and you may or may not get a successful application. It's worth remembering that when you go for any of those, you need to make sure your work is completely original, and it's worthy of being called original, because all those are the four kinds of things. It needs to be an original work to get a patent or design right or a trademark applied to it. Patents are what protect things like inventions and products, machines, machine parts, tools, medicines, all that kind of stuff. Registered designs specifically. So if you apply for a registered design, that's appearance of the product. So that's things like the shape or the packaging or patterns or colors or decoration that you've used. A registered trademark is specifically for product names or logos or musical jingles or stuff like that. And design rights are for the shapes of objects, basically. Um, That's another form of automatic protection. That's like copyright, but copyright is only for things like writing and art and photography, films, TV, music, web content, all that kind of stuff. Whereas the design right is the other form of it, which is for the shapes of the things that you've produced. So a lot of people don't realise that you automatically get copyright assigned to you. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to bother going through the trademark process. The majority of the people who go through trademark processes is, is an extra deterrent to people. That's why people go for it. So to register a trademark, you need to go through the particular government website for it. If you just Google in the UK, registering a trademark Um, It's really easy to find it. It's on the GovUK website and they point you to all the places that you need to consider for that. So registering a trademark is for if you've got a name or a product name, a logo or a jingle to register. Registering a design is for the appearance of your products, for example, or the packaging, shape, or patterns, other stuff like that. And registering a patent is for inventions mainly, or machines, or machine parts, or tools, or medicines. There's a really great example on gov.uk's website explaining how all these things fit together. So, you could register the name and logo of your product as a trademark. You could then protect the product's unique shape as a registered design. Then, you could patent a completely new working part of that actual product. And then, you can use copyright to protect the drawings of that product. It really breaks it down into the four sections of how you use all these different kinds of registered trademarks. One thing I do want to say, whenever you do apply for a registered trademark or a patent or any of those other stuff, your thing has to be unique. You can get turned down. And if you do get turned down, you don't get your money back. So it's important that you make sure that the thing that you want to register as a trademark is completely unique. It can't just be a collection of words. Um, that, that aren't unique and it can't describe the product. If you, if you're registering a trademark, for example, it's got to be truly unique, like a brand name. Um, if you take Coca-Cola, I know I use Coca-Cola as an example a lot of the time, but if you take Coca-Cola as a name, you could register that as a trademark because it's unique. And it's also worth pointing out that even when you do get a registered trademark, it doesn't stop people from nicking stuff from you. It just gives you the legal right to ownership so that you can chase them down for illegal usage. You'd still have to get lawyers and attorneys involved if you wanted to chase anyone down who's illegally using your things after you've got a trademark. Just one final point on copyright, which is the automatic registering of ownership of a design or a written artwork or or whatever you produce. The copyright thing actually runs out after a certain amount of time and is different for each kind of copyright. So any written, dramatic, musical or artistic work lasts 70 years after the author has died. A sound or a music recording is also 70 years from when it's first published though, not when the author's died. Films, for example, are 70 years after the death of the director, screenplay author and composer. So you can see this is getting pretty confusing here. Um, A broadcast is 50 years from when it's first broadcast. And any layout of published editions of written dramatic or musical works is 25 years from when it's first published. So I know that might have just gone over your head when I said that there. I've put a link in the show notes to the exact things. It is confusing, copyright stuff. But the most important thing to mention, or to remember really, is that any original work that you produce has automatically got copyright. You don't have to worry straight away about getting trademarks for it. You automatically have the copyright for something if you've produced it. It's not the greatest copyright, but you do have a form of protection against your original works straight away as soon as you've produced them. Thanks for listening. As always, this was episode 45 and you can find the show notes about this episode at askadesigneranythingcom forward slash EP45. If you want even more marketing tips, stuff exactly like I've just talked about in this episode. I've got a weekly newsletter that I mail out on a Sunday evening, providing you exactly that. It's straight in your inbox for Monday morning, and I usually st- share a bit of a story. Um, I usually try and inspire you into doing something. Um, I usually put some useful links in there and maybe some books that I've been reading that week. It's It's completely different from anything I'm doing elsewhere, and it's also exclusive to the newsletter. I'm also here every day, doing questions and answering stuff and teaching you things on this podcast so if you've got a question you'd like me to answer please go over to my website at askadesignoranything.com and ask me a question if you've got something you want to know the answer to you can also find me on twitter you just search for craig burgess i'm on there if you've enjoyed today's episode and you use itunes i'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review and thanks so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode of ask a designer anything